Disclaimer, while we are both licensed mental health professionals in the state of Georgia, anything stated in today's show is not intended to be used as a therapeutic intervention or clinical recommendation. We are not providing therapy during our show. Rather, we're bringing the insight and experience of our professional lives to dig deep into topics that impact women across the board. If you are in need of a professional therapist, please seek one out in your community. If you're experiencing a psychiatric emergency, please dial 911 or go to your closest emergency room. Talk Straight, a podcast by real women for real women who are looking for real change. Let's get comfy and get honest about what our lives really look like and what it takes to really live them to their fullest. No filters, no bullshit, no shame, just real honest talk from real everyday women. Welcome back to another episode of Sit Crooked, Talk Straight with your two favorite gal pals. I am Katie Myers. And I am Leanne Jameson. Hello. (laughs) Um, And has anybody seen the movie Barbie? Like, let's just jump in. Has anybody seen? Let's just jump right in. Let's jump right in. Um, We are going to talk about today um, some of f- some of what Barbie represented, I think, um, and we haven't talked about that in a lot of detail. We just were referencing that speech that um, America, America Ferrero. Ferrero gave, um, kind of the duplicity, the the impossibility. Um, and Leanne's going to read a little bit of that in case. It, it, spoiler alert: this this is a big part of the movie. Um, yeah, but also not spoiler alert. Um, I wrote something very similar. Um, back in 2020 and I sent it to my therapist and I'll read a little bit from that um, because I just feel this on such an intense, like such as it's just deeply, I feel this deeply. Um, But the, from the movie Barbie, um, what does America say when she is um, given her speech? Oh my goodness. Beautiful, beautiful. And I wish that I could play it. I actually found a clip of playing it, but I think that we might get in trouble. So we're going to, we're going to err on the side of safety with that one. I really like, I love to break rules. I love to break some rules. And I don't want to pay fines. So, (laughs) so yes, um, you can find, I mean, like you can find this monologue everywhere online. Um, if you want to hear it, I mean, there are clips, everybody is talking about it and, we might be late to the game in this and not really. I mean, like this is something that we've been talking about like for decades, right. As far as just like what this double standard is for women. (laughs) And I don't believe that men will ever get it because they're like, well, you put this on your anyways, whatever. I won't even get into that. But, um, so, so what she says, and I, it starts like this. It is literally impossible to be a woman you're so beautiful and so smart. And it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like we all, we have to always be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never can say that you want to be thin. You have to say, I want to be healthy, but you also have to be thin. 
You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's behavior, which is insane. Mm -hmm. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to say you're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful, but never forget that the system is right. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also be grateful. (laughs) You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never go out of line, get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. And nobody gives you a medal or says, thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything's your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single woman, other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll, just representing a woman, then I don't even know. Fuck. Yeah, I've read the whole thing. I couldn't stop. <laughs> I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to stop at all. I get that whole like if you've not seen the movie Barbie, um, run, don't walk. Um, I think I think everybody should watch it. There's so many. Um, I mean, I've seen it twice actually in the theater, and um, the group of women that I was just with um, this last weekend, almost everybody there had also seen it twice because as soon as we saw it the first time and there was like all these emotional reactions and all these like epiphanies and and, like validating moments and just kind of like, whoa, it was like, I'm sure I missed parts of it because I was so caught up in in other parts. And so, yeah, but it reminded me um, of something that I wrote to my therapist um, at the time I was seeing Connie Jones, shout out to Connie what up? <laughs> um, I was um, actively in the position of CEO at the healthcare facility that I was at. It was Talbot. Sometimes I act like I don't want to say the name of it. I was a CEO. I was the CEO of Talbot Recovery Campus in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, I was really unhappy. and And everything on the outside looked so perfect. But I wrote this to my therapist, Connie. And it's called The Double Standard. This is February of 2020, um, right before COVID. Um, So it says, women, work like you don't have a family. Take care of your kids like you don't have a job. Be available for your staff and work 60 hours a week. But model self-care so they see how it's done and think you're magical in the process. Be kind, but not too kind. They'll think you're weak. Be firm, but not too firm. They'll think you're a bitch. Be helpful, but not too helpful. They need to know you are the boss. Be decisive, but not too decisive. They need to feel like they are heard. Ask questions so you know and understand things, but not too many questions or they won't have faith in your leadership. Be honest, unless that means saying, I don't know. Then just be quiet or lie. Smile and remember your soft skills, but know your audience and try not to emote so much. I have a, I had a supervisor that actually told me not to emote so much on corporate calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I 
digress. Um, set boundaries, but don't be rigid. No one likes a rigid bitch after all. Understand the clinical side of your operation, but don't make financial or business decisions based on it. You're responsible and accountable for the success of your operation. You must fix all the things, no matter what. You may be the youngest on your leadership team, but it's up to you to hold it all together for them. You may be female, but you will need to confront and hold male staff accountable. Don't be bitchy though. But not too much because they'll feel powerless or less than or emasculated. And we can't have that. And I just, I, 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 I feel so deeply when I heard that, that monologue on Barbie and just like the impossible standard and, and mine was called the, the double standard. It just, it, it, it makes my heart break for mm. Katie of yesteryear, right? Katie of old who really really fucking tried so hard to be all the things to all the people. And it landed me depressed and suicidal and drinking too much and avoiding and isolating and hating my life. Yeah. And I just, I know I'm not alone because I, I work with women every day and you work with women every day that we hear this, this common struggle. And I think that's why so many people just really resonated with Barbie Oh, absolutely. It was because it was like, it was speaking so much truth. It just is like, I felt seen, like it got me right. Like it, it got, yes. it got the struggle and it, it named it and depicted it. And, um, and yeah, so I just, I, I hope that the message for today's listener is, um, there is, there is a double standard. I'm like, I, I don't want to be, I'm going to just be honest. Yeah. There is a double standard. There is an impossible bar um, set for us to reach. Sometimes we set it for ourselves. Sometimes it's set for us externally. Um, the, the kicker is that it's up to us to push back. Right. It's up to us to make the decision that you are not going to do fucking acrobatic ninja work to try to fit into all the spaces. If you don't fit into a space, then that space isn't for you. Right. And my my thing has always been I'm, I'm a square peg trying to fit into a round hole my whole life. And I, I rubbed all the edges off at times. And the edges are what make me me, right? The edges are, right? Like that's, that's, I like them. I like the edges. Um, and that can represent so many different things in so many different ways. Um, but if you're, if you're a star, don't, don't let them dull your points so that you fit into the round, the round hole. If you're mm -hmm. a square, don't let them rub the edges so much that, yeah, you might fit into the round hole, but you're not going to be yourself. Um, but this impossible double standard, um, we don't have to buy into it anymore if we don't want yeah. to. Um, and that's very challenging and, and hard at times. Um, but I think it's worth the work. It's worth the effort, whatever we need to do to push back. Um, yeah. 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 It's painful. No, I, I, absolutely. And I, again, it's, you know, as I look back at my own, the old, you know, like at my own double standards that were created very, like it, typically created a long time ago. I mean, this are generations upon generations of like, oh, 
gosh, yeah, of just trying to be everything to everybody. Um, and I was just like, what just resonated, like just kicked up for me is this conversation that I had with my mom more recently about how she, and I didn't realize this, that she actually did everything. She's like, why did I just blindly follow everything, everything Mm -hmm. that my mother told me to do, everything that, you know, her rebellion was like me having me (laughs) because she was, she was 18 when she got pregnant. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, she was kicked out of the house and she was like banned for like so much shamed and all this stuff. Anyway, um, but even moving into like her profession, she's like, I am in my profession because grandma told me what I was supposed to do. And you know, again, like continuing. And then I even identified, I'm like, mom, but you're still doing it. You're like, she still has that on you. You feel obligated to do all of these things. And, and we, we were talking about how her light has dimmed and it's like very painful because she has such a bright like light and she loved having fun and she loved dancing and she loved doing all of these things. Um, and that's just, you know, so many, uh, so many conditions that she just followed blindly because mm-hmm. that's what a good daughter did, right. Mm-hmm. Is you obey your parents and you don't, you don't question and you do the thing. Um, and I was the rebellious one around that when I was younger, because it was, I was told that I was too much. I was too, too emotional. I was too sensitive. I was too big. I was too, right. Just like too much of everything, mm-hmm. but they wanted me to be successful. So how, how am I meant to be successful, but dim my light, right? How, how do I, um, not, you know, speak my truth, but not have too big of opinions. Right. And mm. all of these different conditions that were put on me, um, and, and the feeling that I needed to shape shift in order to be accepted yeah. in order to, to make it in this world. And that, you know, and I think it's really important for us to identify that that did serve us when we were younger, truly mm. did right. When we're younger, it truly is just like survival. <laughs> Like, what do I need to do to just be accepted and survive and belong? Because that is an innate need for us is the sense, you know, this, this need to belong and to love and to be loved and to be in community. That is, I mean, over and over and over, that is where we flourish as women. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll do what we need to, to get there until we start realizing like all of our edges are gone and we are scraped raw um, trying to fit into everybody else's depiction of what we're supposed to be meant to be, um, just like all of these different, and then there's, you know, all the contradictory expectations Mm. that, that were set up for us. And again, not blaming, it's just identifying what has been going on for generations. Mm. Um, you know, how do you, there, there, one of my clients said this beautifully and I wrote it down. She said, um, cause she's high, she has a high achiever, she does love what she's doing. She can recognize all of it and all of these different conditions that were put on her too, to live a certain way. And she said, how do, how do I live this muted life and be great at the same time? Right. She, she felt so muted and, and it was, I mean, that was, you're, you're too much. People aren't going to accept this. You have to live in a man's world. You know, she's an attorney. She's a, a very successful attorney. And, you know, just being able to hold that space. And when she said that, like resonated, like it just hit me of just like, yeah. Right. And these, 
this expectation that is placed on us and, and being able to recognize like what, what's beautiful is that, you know, recognizing these conditions that were put on her and just like, that's not fucking yours. Mm. Like that's your dad's, like that's your mom's like that. How, how can we give that back to them mm-hmm. in the most loving, caring way so that you can really create the life that you are meant to be living full out, living out loud, living opinionated and being a successful lawyer. Like that is, you know, um, mm. not fitting into this mold, everything. Yeah. Uh, so, so that really spoke to me and I know that she's not alone in that, especially in that field, right. In that career path, um, of what is expected and, um, shoot. Yeah. So much, so much. So I found myself getting like emotional hearing you talk about, right. Like your client and just that, that comment of the being muted. How do I live this muted life? Hi friends. If traditional therapy has left you wanting more, please check out my website, releasewithkatie.com. That's release, like letting go, with Katie, spelled K-A-T-I-E.com. My name is Katie Myers and I'm a licensed clinical social worker, life coach, and energy healer. I combine my years of therapeutic skills with my life coach knowledge and my energy healer training to provide you a transformative experience. If that's what you're looking for, again, head over to my website, releasewithkatie.com email me at releasewithkatie at gmail.com or give me a call. I can't wait to connect with you and see where your journey takes you. The Next Level Life Purpose Program is for those highly driven, high achieving women who seem to like have it all, but just feel stuck, stagnant, and a lot of times lost. They just know that there's something more for their life. They know they're not living their life to the fullest. So that's when they come to us. We actually offer the specific roadmap into really identifying and releasing these self-limiting beliefs that have been holding you back from obtaining your dreams for years and sometimes decades. We offer you the tools and the support necessary to really heal those parts of you so that you can align with your future and really launch into your highest life vision and life purpose. We surround you with supportive women who are like-minded. We hold you accountable for your growth and for your expansion. And we help you to truly see the vision come to life that you have been holding on to for so long. So if this sounds familiar to you, you are not alone and this is the perfect program for you. And I can't wait to see you there. And be great and succeed. And be all great at the same time. But think about how often we do mute ourselves. We try to dull down. We try to, right? And and don't mm. get me wrong. There's something about create, like being aware of the emotion. I go back to like my mindfulness. I love mindfulness because it does help with me sorting out my feelings and really recognizing being present and like mm. recognizing what's hitting. There's a p- purpose and a place for that, but it's not to dull out my emotions. It's not to dull out my experience in life or to put a lid on my opinions or anything. It's just about being more intentional Mm. with how I sort through them and I understand them and I present them to the world. Um, That's something so different than being muted. And, 
Mm. I mean, you hear it too, just like as an entrepreneur, right? Um, oh my God, there's so many rules that that people, and I get it's it comes from like such a, again, loving place of like, I want you to succeed and I want mm. you to, you know, get out there. And it's just like, oh, okay, but you know, show up authentically, but you can't be a whole hot mess because people won't respect you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, don't show all your personal information, like, you know, like going on trips and, you know, your kids and this, people will see you as a friend instead of an authority figure. And I'm just like, Oh my fucking God, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I, are, are we truly like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I, I feel myself getting fired up because I'm like, are we really fucking repeating this? Are we really repeating this? Mm. Living in a man's world, right? Of just like, you can't show up a mess. You can't show up. And I get it. There are some things that we do want to keep private until we sort things out and stuff like that. But it's just when, as I'm like looking at all of these, like you have to set it up this way or you have to set it up that way. And this is the most blah, blah, mm. blah, 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 right? And and again, I get it. We want to learn from our mentors what what works. But again, we pick we can pick and choose, yeah. right? What resonates with us. And I think that as as women especially is so important for us. Like, you know, when you say it's like it's trying to like break through these conditions and these beliefs and like that's our job. Well, what does that look like? What is it what does it feel like to do mm. that? Um because we do, we have these great female mentors and some of the stuff that resonates, like they say, doesn't resonate. Right. So I'm just like, ah, fuck. Like. It reminds me of like the phrase, like take the best and leave the rest. Yes. But in order for us to take the best and be able to sort through what, whatever the rest is, it's not in alignment. We have to be doing this internal work of aligning with who we really are. It makes me think of there's a, a group member, um, I won't say her name, but she, um, I only know her through Facebook and through your group. Um, and you'll probably know exactly who I'm talking about as I start to describe her. But I, I find I'm so um, encouraged and inspired by her because she, she always one, she just wears the like most funky, spunky outfits and is always like color and big earrings. And like, yeah. she's just like, and when she smiles, like she, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a bad smile. When she smiles, like you can tell that she's like not smiling to like, like look a certain way. She is just like overwhelmed with joy. Um, yeah. and and she just appears to me and right. Like looks can be deceiving. I only know what I see, what she's showing me, but she just looks like she's living her most authentic life. Like she just, it it just inspires me. And it makes me think like whenever I start to get ready for the day, as I'm like picking, you know, different accessories or different things or what I'm going to wear, um, that voice in my head that I have to, I have to ask it to be quiet. I have to be gentle and loving with it, but ask it to be quiet. Um, but the voice is always saying, no, no, don't be too much. Don't be extra. You want to look professional. You want your clients to see you in a certain way. Yeah. And, and, and the truth is I am way more than my earrings Right. <laughs> I am way more. There's more to me than whatever the outfit is and whatever the accessories are. Um, but if if the big 
chunky, funky earrings are what suits me today, I owe it to myself and all the other women that I will cross paths with to wear them and to do so without, and that's a seemingly a small thing, but it's not. What it represents is is all these other things. Like how, what else am I toning down? What else am I muting out? What else am I diminishing and making small? Um, You know, when I, when I show up, am I being my most authentic self or am I editing myself in a way Mm. that makes everybody else feel really good and comfortable and safe? And my job I've learned is on this planet is not to make everybody else feel comfortable and safe. Mm -hmm. My job is to show up and be my most authentic self and actually encourage other women to be rebellious as fuck and do the same and to flip the middle finger to all the, whether it's, you know, white male patriarchy, whether it's generations of, of how we've been taught from our mothers and grandmothers and, and ancestors across long lines of lineage of, of how to be like a woman or how to be a mom or how to be a, a wife. We have to challenge that status quo. And, and so bringing it back to Barbie, you know, the, the challenging of the status quo and then that monologue that you read, it really is. It's like, fuck, like enough, enough, enough. Mm-hmm. I am done. I'm yes. going to just be me. And if you don't like it, bye like there's yeah. there's seven eight million people billion people on this planet if you don't like me go find someone else I'm not everybody's cup of tea but we right. have to start that is a challenge for those of us who are people pleasers that is a real yeah. rub when we have been taught to try our hardest to be the opposite mm-hmm. um but man does it feel really good and rebellious to just be like fuck it like I can't yes all right, I give, I'm not, I'm, I'm not news flash alert, alert, alert. I am not perfect. Yes. I'm not perfect. I fuck up a whole lot. Um, but when I show up as my, as my best self, um, my favorite self, I recently heard someone say to, um, stop saying that we're living our best life because that indicates judgment, but to say that you're living your favorite life because that indicates choice and you get to choose what your favorites are and and how that, so anyway, um, go live, go live your favorite life, right? Like it's not, life's too short. Mm -hmm. Life's too short. Yeah. And how many reminders do we need of that? (laughs) Uh, Like a million a day, please. Because I am, our conditioned self is fierce when it comes to this and the society we live in. I mean, it just comes to to us at at all angles. Um, And so it's, it has to be a consistent effort. It has to be intentional. Um, And then it does become, I think, second nature and it becomes easier as you practice it. Um, but I don't think we're ever going to be able to silence the voices, the external voices. I think those voices will forever be um, opinionated and um, judgy and expectations that are just unrealistic. Right. And right. Yeah, that's that's inside work. Um, it always, always is inside work, right? Of, you know, when we can let go of... Um, Gosh, what was I read? I was reading something this morning that talks about, oh, it was from like pilots, like fighter pilots and mm. stuff like that. And how they are taught and, and, and 
what's important to them is like recognizing what they can't control and only controlling what they can control mm. when they are in flight and, and things like that and how powerful that is. And that speaks to what we, what we're doing here. Right. And, mm. and each one of us, as we stand in our truth, as we rebel against the conditions that were placed upon us and that are still being placed upon us, mm. um, you know, being able to recognize that is what we can control. I can't control how anybody responds to me. I cannot control their opinions, their belief systems. Like I can't control that. Mm -mm. Doesn't mean I can't influence it from the inside out. When I start believing, when I start aligning with my values, when I start speaking my truth, there's going to be influence. There's going to be impact around me. Um, And I can't control how that impact is going to land or what is going to you know, shift. Mm-hmm. I could, I just know that there's going to be, yeah. there's going to be a shift. So, um, and that just comes energetically as well. Mm. So being able to just like stay focused on what is it, because we can get so distracted mm-hmm. and, and again, like so distracted by the external, the yeah. external obstacles, because they're out there too. There are, there are still, you know, some inequalities and things, you know, across the board for everything. And we can use that as information to fuel our fire and recognize that like the change that we want to see externally has to start internally. Mm. I, I, I always, this keeps on coming to me, this like phrase of just like do the internal work for the external results. Yeah. Right. And, and, and has to start from the in, inside. Yeah. So um, being able to like, we would love to know what, what you're rebelling against. Like, what are you challenging that you tell yourself can and cannot happen? Or, you know, like these, these conditions that were put on you uh, expectations of just like, what do you want to, I almost want to say like, what do you want to raise the middle finger at? Right. What do you want to say? Fuck no, no more, no more of this. No mm. more. will I, dim my light no more will i censor all of the words that i want to say right um (laughs) to to be accepted into you know what we i just went into a whole nother thought pattern of like external validation um (laughs) it's all part of it yeah so so we want to know what are you rebelling against what is this um, condition that you are no longer going to accept. And, you know, I, if you want the Barbie monologue to sort of spur that on or use Katie's, um, letter to, to really look at your own life and how you are being led. And not only do I want to hear about like what, or what we want to hear is like your rebellion. I also, we also want to hear the celebrations of what you already have rebelled against and like that process. And, you know, the, the celebration of this forward progress that we're making together, Mm-hmm. Um, you may feel like it's just one, right? Like you are doing all of this internal work and there is a huge movement going on with women. I mean, like the Barbie movie depicts it perfectly of just like, this is what so many women are feeling and what we're saying, hell no to, and mm-hmm. you know, like we're not doing this anymore. This yeah. is bullshit. Yeah. So um, yeah, let us support you. Let us cheer you on and all the rebelling that you're doing uh, all the rebelling that you have done and, and what has shifted in your life. Mm-hmm. And we would love to have you on or have, you know, like create that story for you to put it out to the masses, because that's mm-hmm. what we're here to do is to share our experience, you know, as, as you know, in recovery world, it's experience, strength and hope with others. So 
Um, you know, if you uh, log into Patreon and uh, become a subscriber, you'll see all our bloopers, but you also get a chance to come on here with us to share your your experience, strength, and hope. Do but, it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so yes, let us let us um, begin a rebellion <laughs> or continue the rebellion. Right? Viva to... la revolution! <laughs> so we just um, yeah. Any any parting thoughts, Katie? Yeah, leave our I just with. I just think that um, the fuck it kind of mentality is really appropriate in, in, in this conversation. Um, it's not always appropriate in all contexts, right? Like we need to give a fuck about things, right? But when it comes to these unrealistic double standards, we decide if we want to align with that. And mm-hmm. so in this context, it is appropriate to when people are placing these expectations or you have these expectations placed on yourself for you to be able to just say, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to yeah. do the best I can with what I've got. And if that's 40% today, then, then that's, that's all I got. And, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, we just have to stop reaching for this unattainable perfection um, and start living authentically but I think authenticity is a range I think it's a spectrum mm-hmm. and so maybe the goal for today is just that you are a little bit more authentic today than you were yesterday yeah. and take baby steps with that where the where the big funky ugly ass earrings that uh, people are going to look at you and be like what the fuck is that? But, yeah. if, but if you like them rock them because somebody's going to look at you and say <laughs> She is living her favorite. Yeah. She is living her favorite life today, um, and you know I, my big thing is to be bold um, in, in all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. Like be bold um, in who you choose to be. Um, commit, right? Commit to who you commit. want. Commit. I love really that. Really commit yes. to it. Make a decision and commit. And <laughs> and and when you commit to whatever that is, whatever story it is that you tell yourself about yourself. Do your best to make sure that you're not doing it for anybody else but yourself. And Absolutely. and when you fail, I don't really believe in failure. I believe um, all failure that, that that creates a learning opportunity is is not a failure. It's just a lesson learned or a learning opportunity. And so, but I also believe that it's okay to fail. It's okay yes. to trip and fall. I think it's necessary, actually, honestly, because how do we figure out what we believe in, what's true, what's not true, how we want to live, what we like, what we don't like, you know? Yeah, we got to try some shit and 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 not get not. We need to pull the arrow back and miss the mark enough times that we can decide if we even want to keep shooting at that target. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like we just we just do, and we can. We that's the other thing. We can. Um, and bringing it back to your fighter pilots thing of like, what can you control and what can you not control? Um, cause spoiler alert, um, what we can control fits inside of a teeny tiny little hula hoop that barely goes over 
us curvy girls hips. Um, <laughs> it's what, it's what fits inside of a hula hoop and, and it's a small one. It's not a big one. Yeah. It's just us. It, we only control us. And the quicker we come to that realization, I think the quicker for me personally, I'm able to drop the expectations of others because other people's expectations, just like their opinions have nothing to do with me. It's yeah. none of my business. Yeah. Um, you expect perfection, perfection. I mean, you do you, I'm going to be over here right. doing me something else, right. <laughs> something yeah. way more fun than perfection. <laughs> Living my it. favorite life. Um, oh, I love so yeah, that. those are my closing thoughts. Oh, you know what? I was just thinking too. I would love, love, love to see pictures of people living their favorite life, right? With like the big earrings and like the, you know, just doing whatever. Oh my gosh. If you will all just send us like oh. pictures and oh my gosh, I would love to flood the airwaves with that. Um, of just you living your most favorite life. So uh, we look forward to those. We look forward to the pictures. We look forward to the comments. Um, just know that we do, we love hearing from you and we do share that with each other because, you know, pe different people reach out to each of us. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, we love hearing from you. We love supporting you. And we just want to thank you again for showing up, showing up as your authentic self, uh, as we, do our best to do that for you as well. Mm. And um, always, always so honored to be part of this journey with you. So until next time, we are sending so much love and so much light and so much don't give a fucks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Zero fucks so. to give. Zero fucks to give is what we're sending. <laughs> sending so much love. Mm. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is always an honor and privilege to be on this journey with you. Stay curious, connected, compassionate, and courageous. If you're looking for different ways to connect with the work that we both do, please check out our sites, easyliving.space, that's E-Z, living, L-I-V-I-N-G, dot space, or release with Katie. Release like letting go with Katie, K-A-T-I-E dot com for more information. As always, love and light from us to you.